0: Fatback for uh, Gav, Grizz, Marty, Matt, uh, Liverpool at top of the league. Tell everyone you know about it. Tell them, tell them to tell their friends, tell them to tell their friends that they friends. Um, straight into it, we we'll get on to the Man City and Chelsea stuff later on and, and bits and pieces, but straight into this one. Um, a 4-0 win away to Bournemouth, uh, which was seen by most I presume was a tricky game, um, on Saturday lunchtime. Uh, Matt I'm gonna come to you first. Uh, your overall reaction to the game and uh, just throw a little bit in there about Salat and why he's looking at the bench all the time with you? <laughs> ah, it was beautiful. Um
2: this was the well this week especially, I I was nervous. I thought we were gonna throw one of these games uh, and we've come through it not just unscathed, we've we've come through it a better team. We are now we've just clicked, basically. Um not only are we systematically possession style, breaking teams down. We're finishing what we've been producing for the, uh, the first part of the season. So we've been having these chances, but no-one's been putting them away. Now we're keeping clean sheets and we're winning 4-0. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, I absolutely couldn't be happier right now. Uh, top of the league, we're unbeaten. And, and Bournemouth last season, well, they were a good team this season, but last season, the uh, we all know what happened. And they're, they're they are a tricky team, but not not for us anymore. Not for yeah, against tricky Reds, we just don't come unstuck against these teams anymore. We know how to beat them. I was I was thinking about the United game, how Mourinho was usually one to to fuck us over. I know we'll be coming to this in later, but it's kind of related. Um, and and we're the type of team now where I don't really fear United. We we know how to get past these shite teams, and we know how to to beat these defensive teams. There's these two. Bankers in front of me right now grimacing as I say it well I, that, that's how confident I am about uh, Jürgen's Reds
0: OK um, Marty just your overall reaction to the win yesterday um, was it a lot more straightforward than you thought it would be uh, you know I went with a 2-1 win in the prediction but just as straightforward as that was was it a little bit surprising to you
3: yeah I, I think Bournemouth for a really really good side um, I think a really good side I thought they were going to give us a, a really tough game um, I kind of echo what Matt said. It was a two really, really difficult way games for different reasons. I'll Burnley we knew we were gonna be, you know, just absolutely clattering our players in. Bournemouth, I thought they would come out at us from the full for the first whistle and give us a tough game. But I think it kind of um reflects where Liverpool are at the moment. You know, you look at how Bournemouth played against United and Arsenal and then you look at how Bournemouth played against us, you know, people teams don't know how to come against us. They know if they come full throttle, they'll get opened up. If they try and sit back, they get opened up and you just don't know, they, they looked quite lost and they tried to sit back and then we just just kind of took control of the game and it was just dominant from minute one to the, to the final whistle. I thought it was our best performance of the season, to be honest. I thought it was really, really good. Um, yeah, it was really the top of the league, couldn't be happier. Brilliant. Chris,
0: um, the lads have said they are probably the best performance of the season. Um, you know, Bournemouth are missing Lewis Cook. I think he's a massive loss to them. Callum Wilson is also a massive loss to them. So, like, I don't know how much difference they make because they were so dominant in, in the areas they want to play in. But for you, is just overall, is that is that a sign of, of a team that is really properly looking at this title and saying, no, we, we go and we do the business against these sort of teams we can make them?
1: Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just natural progression of sort of how we've been talking about the season's going and in terms of how Klopp's preparing this team, how we're sort of targeting um, certain sort of stages of the season and it's, you know, as we're getting into it, it's all coming to fruition. Um, I don't think it's our best performance of the season. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Fruition. Fruition. <laughs> fruition, did I say? Sorry. Okay, yeah, so fruition. That's the most food you've ever had. It's the most <laughs> fruition. I beg your pardon. Sorry. That's okay. So yeah, man. so it happens, man. It's not a problem. It's not a big issue. It's nothing to laugh about, Matt. My. <laughs> yeah, like... But anyway, uh, <laughs> you could have DM'd me quietly on the on the private. But um, what was I saying? Fruition. <laughs> it's just come to fruition. It's coming to fruition. Yeah. So basically, look, I don't think it was our best performance of the season. I still think. Um, quality of opposition when, it, when we beat Spurs and in terms of how we played in that game because if we look back at that game now we'll see how good we actually were we we kind of us fans are kind of always sort of uh, look at games at the moment in the moment we don't we, we kind of forget you know the past uh, I think Spurs away was our best performance of the season you know only because they were so strong and we know how good Spurs are so especially Bournemouth without Wilson as you said their main main player this season has been absolutely brilliant, and so has Lewis Cook. To be fair, so but it was as as, as Matt thinks said, you know, we we sort of dismantled them, you know, brilliantly. It was like sort of so controlled and efficient in that terms. But yeah, it's just for me, it's like natural progression of where Klopp's trying to take this Liverpool team. Hopefully,
0: yeah. Um, into the game, we we go to the lineup. Matt, will come back to you. And um, Allison is in goal. He's he's the best goalkeeper the world has ever seen. Um, he goes with Milner right-back, Robertson left-back, he has he keeps Matip in there, and with Van Dijk, um your midfield then, you know, there was a lot of talk over who it would be, you know, Keita gets the call, Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and then uh, Manny's on the bench, Shakiri comes in. When you've seen that team, you know, were you, were you happy with it? Because people are saying, will it be Fabinho right-back, will it be Milner right-back, you know, what way will we play, will we play two hold and all, all that sort of stuff went on. But, when you see that team, Matt, have we got to the stage where we put an 11-0 and you'd be
2: confident we're, we're well able? Yeah, well, I think that's close to our best midfield, really. Um, it's and, and now we're they're coming into a team that is top of the league and they've got very, very fresh legs. Uh, so he's, he's just done exactly what a lot of people thought he'd do with the, the two in midfield for being there in Kaiser. He's just eased them in slowly. They had big, came with big price tags and that could bring pressure he's just taken that completely out away from them um, and he's brought them into a confident team he, he's, he's got them training how he wants and he so they know how uh, how he wants them to play and they're absolutely um, flourishing under it now um, I, uh, the defence if we're looking at the team as a whole the defence I think picks itself <laughs> with the injuries to Gomez and Lovren uh, maybe I thought Trent but obviously he's saving him for Napoli because we uh, we need to win that game um, but yeah that that midfield I think everyone was happy with it we're seeing our two star midfielders come in now and Genie Genie is silently going about his business this whole season I like him if if we swap Genie for Hendo I, I wouldn't be against that um, it, it's going to be a rotating midfield but I think that's close to our best
0: yeah Marty the, the big one for me was Keita, Um getting him on the pitch and getting him into, that, into the area of the pitch where he's that link man again you know, you have seen up only where I was talking to the lads on the cop table about it. I'm we saying instead of trying to play a pass into Firmino where he's twenty five, say twenty yards deeper than he should be. Um, Kate is the sort of guy that runs into that space with the ball, gets to that, gets to that area, and then he, he looks for the, the the three lads up front or whoever's backing him up. Um, was that a big plus for you to see him in the lineup and see him where he was playing? Because two minutes in, he's he's not making lads all over the place, and you know, it's, he looks like he's going to cause mayhem very early on.
3: Yeah, I think looking at that Bournemouth game, um, I think with Keita, you have to play him uh, in a more advanced role. I know he said something when he first came that defending was his, um, you know, was the first part of his game. But to me, he looks a little bit defensively weaker than perhaps someone like Genie, And especially, you know, Fabinho obviously being a natural six. So I think he's definitely better to have him uh, as a more advanced midfielder. And he's just... He's absolutely mustered. He really is. I know he had a little bit of a difficult start. He had a couple of niggles in the past few weeks. But you, you look back at how he performed in the Palace game and you look, you saw little glimpses of what he can do. And then Burnley and Bournemouth, he seems to just, have you know, confidence is high. Then, like Matt said, he's been brought into a team full of confidence at the moment. He's obviously thriving off of it. Um, he, he just always knows how to keep the ball just until the final moment. He always looks like he's just about to lose it. And then plays a perfect ball. He's just—it's something that I, I, I can't remember a midfielder the last time we had someone of, you know, that plays the same way as him. He, he's not you know—he's not quite a ten. He's not—he's—he's he's a bit of—he's got a bit of everything. I think he's brilliant. Um, he's definitely something we've been lacking—that—that that kind of link up between the midfield and the front three. But yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. And Fabinho as well. I thought the last few weeks again he's looked. He looked a lot more settled and he's just doing that job a bit like um, Fernandinho does for City. You know, It's very unnoticed. He's a bit of a bastard that sits there, breaks the play up, kicks people, stops momentum. So I think um, I, I agree. I think we're, we're, this probably is our strongest midfield.
0: Yeah, um, when, when you can have a debate over your strongest midfield, it's always a good sign. The same with defence, the same with attack. Greer's, i not moving into the attack, and on, you can go overall on the lineup as well. But we see where Mane makes the bench, Shakiri goes up and, play and plays in the front three. Does that give him a different dimension? Because Shaqiri wouldn't be, in my opinion, wouldn't be as direct as Mane would be, Where he finds those little pockets and he, he links well with, with, with Firmino in particular. Again, we're just putting someone into that front three and we full confidence in what we're doing. We seem to be at a level now where there is 17, 18 players that can come in here now and roll K through this difficult period, so probably on as far as, let say, the City game. Is there something for you that's very, very encouraging?
1: i tell you, yeah, that was encouraging. I'll tell you what's very encouraging. I, I actually think the system that we played today, uh, yesterday, was slightly different to what we've played all season. And it's another bow, uh, I think, Klopp's sort of a
2: About Huh? <laughs> it's another bow to our string, is it, mate? Yes, yeah,
0: it's,
1: it's another string to our bow.
0: He's <laughs> Absolutely flying for I love
1: it. It's that dinner, man. Fuck's sake, it's making me drowsy. How can you have dinner for six to yourself? <laughs> oh, boy, I'm struggling. But, yeah. Don't just let me go poo. But, anyway. But, but yeah. Um... Do you know that system we played yesterday was yeah. slightly different from what we've played recently or I don't think since Ox has been playing, we've played the system where we, oh, literally, played, yeah, where yeah. we literally played... Yeah, where we literally play with two sixes in terms of uh, Ginny and Fabinho. And then Shakiri, Because I thought Shakiri is going to play, as we most thought, right, wide right, and then Kater probably sort of coming in from the left. And then Bobby behind Salah. But it was actually... Bobby and Salah up top they were far closer to each other which helped Salah and helped Bobby as well and then Shakiri and uh, Keita were used as link men um, nothing more to add to Keita's performance as well, the other lad said he's just oozes quality doesn't he and we've seen it now he's just pure you know I, I said in earlier in the week that he'd probably be my first pick if I picked a 5-a-side uh, Melwood you know you can tell the close control the, the, the vision, the touch and the Megs, it's just, you know, everything rolled into one. Um, so yeah, I think another another method of playing Klopp Scott. Um, I don't know if it was just for Bournemouth or, you know, he's looking to progress this sort of formation as well. It could well be that he just played this formation against Bournemouth where, you know, without Lewis Cook, without um the other lad in midfield as well, they had missing Dan Gosling. Mm. So, I hope I've said that. Ryan Gosling's the actor, yeah? yeah. Fuck me up. <laughs> maybe said <saying> Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, no, it would have been a hat-trick. It would have been a hat-trick yeah. in five minutes. Yeah, get it. But, we, yeah. we have got a hat-trick, don't we? We've the time but, um, but, yeah, encouraging to see that we've got this sort of, you know, a lot of strings to our bow.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's get into the action. Uh, we'll just do the goals, and then we'll do the best header I've ever seen. Um, Matt, to you, fourth goal. He's offside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nicely in play with him and Firmino. Shot from Firmino. Keeper's poor. But Salah's on it. Finishes it. Slightly offside. Makes it all the better. Discuss.
2: Yeah. I've been made up his offside. Get yes. further. Get, get three, four foot offside. Yes. I don't care. It just... With p- a piss can't, boiling can't, reds... If he came
0: from behind the goalkeeper and Catalina, it would have been
2: great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the way we are boiling piss this season, it, it turns me on even more but I mean Firmino you say the keeper was poor Firmino's shot was pretty good like it had movement on it Um, I'm liking them further up we, I mean a lot of people have been calling for it this season it's strange how we went probably our most attacking uh this season while we've had the weakest defence we've had which is a I thought was a little bit strange but with the two sixes I think I think that's what we can do. Uh, with Genie and Fabino there it gives us that freedom to push for up front. So um Bobby doesn't have to drop back to pick up the ball and, and, and start the play because we've got two playmakers there and Shaq and uh Keita. So now we've got them two up front and I, I thought they linked up brilliantly for for the first goal. It was great. Salas. He's anticipating what's going to happen. He's hoping there's going to be a spillage, and there is. And, and that's exactly what strikers need to be doing. That's what Suarez used to do for us. He used to guess. Um, I always remember that goal Suarez scored against England where Gerrard goes off a header. And Suarez just thinks he might miss it. So On the off chance, he might miss it. And he misses the header. He goes on to score. And that's what strikers need to do. And that's what Salah's done there. He thought, he's going to spill it. I'll go in. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a great goal. Uh, just added to it that he's offside, really.
0: Yeah, it's um, just just a little thing on that. The uh, say opposition. Um, he's actually, if I remember he's ahead of play, so he's actually looking back at the play. You can't tell if the player's online or not, but it's marginal. It's ones that you can get and ones you can't get against. you know, we, we had a big thing about the, the officials at Arsenal a couple of weeks ago, but to go one on look 25 minutes in, it's it's a good settler, uh, Marty. Um, the first goal is in. We seem to take complete control from there. Uh, just going on what Matt said there about the, the players being higher up the pitch, I think it's all down to take it. I think he just takes up areas that Firmino was being asked to take up and now he doesn't have to. But we're 1-0 up. Um, we get to half-time. I think we're in, we're in control. But before half-time, I've seen <laughs> the fucking most amazing header I've ever seen. Um, he, he can catch this, Marty, can't he? He's allowed to pick it up, I think. And need to decide, oh, fuck that! I'm going about eleven feet in the air. I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit with him his head with my ankle, and I'm going to head it at the same time. Um, it was it was nearly as good as a goal, that wasn't it?
3: Yeah, he's. Um, I said earlier on Twitter, you know, he's just a bear, isn't he? He's a, he's just a he's a beast. I mean, it's. I don't care how he gets it away. As long as he gets away from the goal, he can use his ass, for Like, he's just he got it away. Um, I think you look at it, obviously, with Josh King, there's a defender. If he tries to catch it, there's every chance he comes down and it hits the attacker and it's loose and whatever. He's just done exactly what a goalkeeper should do. Ball's in his area and he's just cleaned the lot out. The ball, the attacker nearly took the defender out. He's just taken everyone out. And that's what he should do. And that's what we've been lacking. You think back to the keepers we've had, who were you know, they're very kind of like flimsy and they, you know, I think about a goal that we conceded and against West Brom in one of the cups where Mignon's just standing there and it's just there's no presence and he's got that presence and people won't want to challenge for headers if that big tank's coming out. You just are, you're not gonna to want to go fifty fifty with him. Um, I I think he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. And I think that's just a Brazilian part of him. He uses air his
2: bloody I was I, I was thinking about that. The um, every every attacker in the in the premiership's gonna see what he's just done. And they're now gonna know he's not he's not stopping for any ball. So that yeah. they were always going to be thinking about him, he's just commanded
0: his box for the rest of the need, season. There, you can there. really see the look of regret on the fella. It, it was <laughs> he was he
1: was out him. for a few minutes, wasn't he? You you need, getting treatment, but, wasn't he? Yeah, he stuff, I it. think he, he sees
0: him coming, and you can really see the look of regret on his face going, oh, For fuck's sake, I'm getting it's it. Allison's a massive, fucker, he's, isn't he? Yeah, he's a left foot in the fucking air dressed in pink, and he's fucking trying to <laughs> headbutch it. It's just it's a different league altogether, you know what I mean? Um, Grizz. We we uh Firmino was described as a competition winner. Um because of a couple of his uh performances over the last couple of weeks or months. Competition winner was a thing I've heard a couple of times. But um Steve Cook turns into a competition winner for the second half of his game yesterday. Um I I picked him out as a weakness, him and Daniels, because of the way our white men could get at him. But the second goal yesterday, Grizz, um, you know, we win the ball Cook gives it away I think we win it Firmino just puts it into a little bit of space where he knows Salah can go after it and Steve Cook's decided that he's he's going to try to take fucking Salah's legs but he still scores um, the first one was a settler It's the second one settled it in my opinion would you agree? Yeah
1: yeah the, the goal we're, we're at that again we're at that sort of stage where we've, we instil sort of um, such fear into teams and despondency as soon as they concede like you know how the fuck we're we going to score against this this Liverpool team now? We're, I think it's spreading throughout the teams in the league, and it's brilliant. With regards to Bobby, um, mm-hmm. as I said, I think Bobby benefited from playing far closer to Salah, sort of as a as a two, as opposed to Bobby dropping deep. As you said, Keita and Shakiri were doing that 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 role for him, so he could just concentrate and just pickpocking one of the centre backs, and then just. And I think that's why Salah's being used where he's being used as well. So it's just pickpocket one of the centre backs and boom, off. He goes. Um, that 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 player's a prick, isn't it? He's the one who ended up scoring the own goal, didn't he? Mm. As well. So it's brilliant karma because first he fucking loses the ball and then he tries to proper do a nasty one down his Achilles. Salah's and then um, you know he ends up scoring own goal. Look like a prick, but um, but yeah, proper karma. They loved it. Um, you're right. He was one of the weak links. Um but you know, I think the form that we're sort of building our forward players, I said it at the time as well. I think even in the previous game, I, the touch is back. The 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 sort of the, the, the sharpness of mind is back more than sort of anything else. I think it was I think we were sort of a bit not as sharp as we've been in the in the mind, the, the forward sort of overthinking it, over you know, overplaying it, sort of thinking you know, thinking what to do next, whereas we're our best we're instinctive. And if you notice the build-up to the first goal is just one-two instinctive. Even the second one, where you've just said, win the ball instinctive, straight to Salah's path. Salah's, you know, we know Salah's uh, a great goal scorer, turning into a world-class goal scorer. Uh, you can't dispute he's a world-class scorer. So, yeah, um, I thought um, I thought Steve Cook's a wanker. And uh, our, our, front, our front boys are doing well.
0: Mm, that hacker didn't come to a rotation. Um,
1: <laughs> now... Uh, I'm taking more time with every answer now. Yeah, you know, he's, yeah. just... <laughs> he's got a
2: dictionary in front of him now. His
0: <laughs> <laughs> wife's behind the camera with cards, you know, she just keeps taking the cards away. She's <laughs> <laughs> writing the answers as I'm asking the question. Uh, but no, look, it, it, for me, it's that. But the, what I loved about it was Salah gets in, um, you know, Cook is all at sea. He, he rakes his fucking studs down as a kid, mm. he's down the back of his leg. And Salah stays up, but and he he shifts it to the side and scores and the referee is about 10 seconds I don't know where the fuck he is because he only puts up for advantage as the ball's rolling into the corner it was a massive delayed reaction but for me that settled any nerves that were there because we had control of this game you know Van Dijk was marching the defence perfectly Robertson was looking threatening Milner was playing well the midfield was holding everything and the lads were looking like there was so many times we're nearly in you know but just just to count on that mistake from halfway and, and bury it was settled anywhere for me but
2: we moved on Gav, yeah. we we had that exact same performance the last eight weeks mm. we had four shots on target the only difference this time is we scored all four yeah. that's the only difference yeah. we, we've done this time and time again all this season mm. and we said we did. We were saying that sooner sooner or later one of them's going to go in and that's all that happened this week I don't, it wasn't much of A better performance than any other weeks that just went in, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was a better performance from Salah, say, but as a team, we it, it was the same.
1: Yeah, if I say clinical Salah, can I turn that into my Twitter handle as well? Clinical, yeah, Salah. yeah go ahead,
0: do what you want
2: cheers. Cheers. You've Probably got him blocked. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but no, like it's it, it, it is clinical, mate. You're right, and, and again, going back to Firmino, and I don't, I, I don't want to overemphasize it, but it's something that needs to be said for me, Grace, it's, it's muscle memory with him when he's that far up the pitch and he gets a touch in it everything comes floating back to where I know where I need to put this whereas when he's 20 yards deeper, he's probably thinking there's one more phase of play before I can do what I used to do it's it's a massive difference for me and again I think yeah. it goes back to Kate because Kate is filling them spaces and he's saying to Firmino I'll do all that I'll get it there you you just do what you do Um, Matt I'll come back to you uh, it's 3-0 it's an own goal from our friend Cook Uh. What I liked about this one was Robertson gets the ball out wide, and he could, you know, for all intents and purposes, put it on his left foot and put it at the box, <laughs> he doesn't, he, play, he plays a nice cushion ball to Fabino, who takes his time and puts him back in there on the left, it's a good cross, it's a fantastic finish in fairness, um, but it, it just shows our support superiority Matt, Matt, didn't it, it's, you know, 2-0 is always, a, can be ropey anywhere, but 3-0 really, really puts this to bed and, and puts a fairer reflection on the score.
2: Yeah, I mean we've been getting lucky all season so it, this type of stuff it, mm-hmm. it's coming along for us now um, I, I think that's you underplayed the cross there Yeah, we, we get the extra 10 points don't we at the end Yeah. Um, I think you were harsh on the cross I, I don't think it was good, I think it was absolutely phenomenal, it, it was on the volley and he just put it in that area which just, it, it fucks everyone over defenders, keeper um, it, it's exactly what you want from your left back that finish
0: What's was on the volley done. though
1: wasn't on the was volley. Was
0: it not? No. Was it half volley? No, it was no, different. he gets played in. That was a different one. He gets played
1: in and he just... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The I remember that. You're, you're talking about the Moreno one in the Burnley when he just slashed it no, across the no,
0: like a no,
2: dickhead. No. done one. <laughs> Go on
1: <then>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, it was a great finish. He was, was just copying Bobby. Bobby done one similar last season. Correct. That's all he was doing. He was flicking it in. In fact, it was better than Bobby, so hats off to him. Yeah, he's done well.
0: Tallied player. Um, but no, it's, it, it puts a fair reflection on it. Um, the game goes on. You know, Marty, Salah makes a four and this is where he runs away from Cook, makes a show of him, makes a show to keep keeper twice and then decides, sides. Oh, will get back on the line there and will make a show of you while you're married. Hat-trick for the man. Um, it's the fourth goal, Marty. And it's just the icing on the cake,
3: isn't it? Yeah, it reminded me of the... Um Goal that he scored away at Porto in the Champions League last season, just yeah. that ice cold composure in front of goal, and I think that's something that he may he, he didn't have the first few games of the season. You think about a couple of opportunities at Chelsea, he's flashed at him and he looked a little bit like he was trying to rush it, but he was just. It was when he scored that when he thought, yeah, here we go, he, he's clicked, he's um, you know, he's full of confidence. It's a, it's a really, really good goal, really good goal, um, and I I think it reflected the game. I don't think Bournemouth really did anything. I thought we were dominant. I thought that was. I was absolutely over the moon for Salah, out over the moon for him. Um, Martin
2: Tyler
3: was furious. Oh, he was raging. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, get, he, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll Salah scores,
2: there. and then there's like a there's a silence for about six seconds, and he goes, "It's a goal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It. yeah. He's absolutely He point just kept. just
3: going. He, he's just like no, the first one, but the first one was offside. If the first one didn't go, if first one was offside, then it'd be a different game.
1: Yeah,
3: but yeah. I'm sure I had them say like, as well yeah, at mate. one
2: point um, other than the goals there wasn't much in it <laughs> Just so, yeah,
3: yeah. goals like like there like wasn't yeah. much between
0: them it's like Matt and Keogh last night I picked Liverpool at the start of the season but I, I still think that City will be too strong <laughs> except that <laughs> it. last night another fucking idiot um, the fucking balance the well, them. Look, yeah. it, it makes a far near um, like if you look through the souls we make 65 minutes we bring on Manny for Shakiri, we're able to bring on Lallana gets a run out and he looks fairly sharp and he comes on he comes off a take it. Um, and then you have Henderson coming on um, to make sure everything is alright and Fabino goes off uh, but look it's it's a very good win I, I, you know, I want to look at we've looked through a couple of players and, and different things just one thing um, I think it was Mitch on Periscope mentioned there with regards to Van Dyke um, Marshall defence really well and you know there's been a bit of worry about Joe Gomez uh, being out um, Lovren Concussed, I think, on Tuesday night in training, I think. Still didn't make it yesterday, but should be back, I think. Maybe Tuesday, and more than likely, Liverpool or united on Sunday. But, Matt, I'll come to you. Are you confident that no matter who they put beside him, like, he just has the organisational skills, he's able to marshal the defence, he's able to tell them where to be, he's able to cover, he's able to do everything that... The worry that you would have a normal circumstance, but vastly reduced because of that man is
2: there. Yeah, and it's not just my opinion. You look back over the history since he's been here, and we he's had many different partners. <clears throat> the defence is the same. Defence is what it is. Not just that. We've now built on that. Now we've got Alisson behind him, which just that just secures it. Uh, yeah. Okay. We want we want Gomez there because that is our best partnership. But look look how good Massett played. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He was playing with confidence. He was losing confidence. He was running out with the ball. He was uh, dropping a shoulder and, and losing attackers. And um, yeah, the defence now is sort. It's of not even a problem that we have to think about. Even if we do swap Gomez for Matip, this drop off <clears throat> of level, I don't think it's too much anymore. Because that that side isn't where the level is. The level is Van Dijk. The level is Allison. The level is Robertson. So. It, it, as long as the the person we bring in isn't an absolute fucking
0: shite bag, then we'll be okay. Okay, I've been asked to ask um, man of the match. Uh, Greys, I'll come to you first. Your man of the match. <laughs>
1: Think's probably the easiest man of the match of the season. Really, um, I thought Mo Salah was absolutely brilliant. Back to his best. Um, what I love about Mo Salah is the way he's sort of. Learn how to play this number nine role, you know. I thought, I thought in the first how many games, Matt, how many games have we had? League game back 12, one, something like that. I mean, he's games? I, what? How many what? League, like, You think we've
2: had 12 league games?
1: How many league games has he been playing up front? I said, Oh, okay, we don't, it's, quite, it's quite a bit, it's quite a bit. And I've thought, <laughs> and, I've, and I've and I've thought he's basically
2: fucking coming to me for that. I
1: thought he was trying, to, I thought he was trying to, um sort of become like a target man. Maybe he was sort of still adapting, learning how to play sort of Mausala uh, his natural, uh, play to his natural strengths. And I think he's doing that. So in, in terms of, and now instead of sort of, I noticed this game and the last game, instead of sort of shielding the ball and getting into sort of physical battles with the centre-backs, he was sort of doing one-touch layoffs far more with Bobby and Shaq and Keita and sort of spinning behind them. And that's, I think, what Klopp would, the reason why he plays in there to to utilise his pace like for the, for the second and third goals so I thought Salah was back to his predatory predatory best um, and uh, I think but a shout out definitely for Matip I thought Matip, you know Gav I'm not his biggest fan but always credit where credit's due I thought he oozed class and confidence, which is, as Matt says, very important. But then again, fucking Matt could play next to VVD after a fucking Thursday night when Matt gets drunk, you know, and still look quality. So it's not a big deal playing next to Virgil. But yeah, Mattip definitely deserves a shout, but Mo Salah, clear man of the match. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm not going to argue with you. That's all I got. Even on the
2: matter. You
0: know, I give him a not, massive. I'm not a fan of Um yeah. I've been open about that for a long time. I think he's quite <clears> passive <throat> when he's defending. I think he can be bullied for such a big guy. I think he'd be, he, can be, he can be, he can be very, he can be quite hesitant at times, especially under a long ball. But it just shows, you know, he plays against Burnley there, and he comes into this game, and he looks, he looks like he's playing with Van Dijk for six months. Um, that's why I asked about the Van Dijk effect on him. Because
1: the... Just a quick, just a quick extra point about that, Gav. Mm. You know, I, I think whilst Gomez is out, I do think we're going to persist and play far more with the two sixes in front, just for that extra security, just for that extra sort of, you know, shape, sturdiness. You know, I, I think whilst Gomez is, you know, he maybe doesn't have total, total confidence in sort of Matip and Lovren to play just one holding.
2: Well, United so, will pack hat. that midfield out. We can't play two against United. He's going to drop, he's gonna have to drop. He's going to have to drop back a bit. They'll pack that midfield. They'll get everyone. Mm. It, it,
0: we'll have a little uh, chat on that in a bit.
3: Um, Marty, are you going to argue with Chris? Mo Salah, are you going to argue with him? You can't. He got He scored a hat trick, didn't he? You can't. No, I agree. Um, you got your usual suspects: Ed so Van Dyke, Allison, that just set that benchmark. Now that they're they're men of the match every single week. But yeah, Salah, he was electric when he can't really argue with that hat trick. Good performance. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, Matt, I think
0: Salah is the answer. Is there anyone, if if it's not your answer, I'd be surprised. But if it is your answer, is there anyone else you'd like
2: to give an honourable mention to? Yeah, well, unlike these sheep, I'll decide my own man of the match. Mm. Um, Perfect, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for the man who opened the game up for Salah to get his hat trick, and that's Nabi Kaiser. The double nutmeg sauce it for me. He's getting my man of the match,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> and he's get and in the in the post match he's giving it to Salah.
0: Alright, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets passed around, and I see him when yesterday where yeah it's being passed around the dressing room, and now, it's, now the man of the match is on Harry Kane. masterpiece.
1: Ended up with Harry, yeah.
0: But um, no, look, it's another good win. I want to touch on um. You know, this is the first time in a little while I can remember where we go out to an early game and we get a result and we, we get a chance to put pressure on City or, or anyone. Um, it seems that we always seem to play second. Now, maybe that's just in my own mind, but it, it always felt like that. But um, we get a chance to put pressure on City. City got away to Chelsea yesterday and for the first 25-40 minutes, I thought they were brilliant. They they should have been a <coughs> couple of goals up. Chelsea right that look. But... Um, you know, as Liverpool fans, we we've spoken about this for a couple of weeks with regards to uh, we just needed to do this, and but then you hear other people saying, "Oh, they're that good," and you know that, and, and I, I've been saying, "No, they're not, they're not, they're not, as, they're the same as they were last season, and we're better than we were, so I don't see where the big gap is." But, Grizz how big a result is that at Stanford Bridge yesterday? Not just for, for us, I suppose for City so and and for and for this period overall going into you know. It's our lead up to January the tour. It is.
1: It is a big game. Um, I don't think it sort of, in terms of psychologically, I think that's a bit overplayed. And it's always the team that sort of, uh, it, it, the team that f- comes off better off with the result always sort of uses that to their advantage. Says, "Oh, that's a psychological boost." I think the main, main, ish, uh, the, the main positive out of this is we were starting to look at where City were going to lose. And so if they're not going to lose to sort of the likes of Chelsea away, Spurs away, or the big teams, do you know what I mean, where the top six play each other, that's where it would have been disheartening for sort of the chasing, well, chasing club, I was going to say, chasing clubs. But we know that the top six can sort of beat each other, you know, any any given day. So that's what it sort of, uh, you know, proved that, yeah, you know, the title race is not over. Um, you know, there's plenty of games where the top six will take points off each other, and that's where we've got to be strong and still start starting off. I know, I know, United are not in the tops. They're not in the top six, are they, at the moment? But, but you know, they're they're sort of known as a top six team. That's yeah, where this game sixth. are they six? Well, this yeah,
2: is... only because they haven't played.
1: <clears throat> okay, well, this is yeah, exactly. So this is the kind of game where we've got to ram home that advantage and beat our fellow sort of big team, so to speak, top six, because, you know, there's no doubt City will carry on beating the dross. I mean, let's not think City are, oh my God, they fucked up, they fucked now, this is it. This is where sort of Bournemouth and everyone else is going to start beating them. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're going to still carry on beating the dross but it's those big games that count. And this was one of those big games where Every Liverpool fan was hoping fucking surely Chelsea can beat them at home, yeah. and you know they did for us. Uh, fortunately, yeah. so yeah, but it puts it back. If in you look mind. at last
2: season, uh, I said this the other week as well. Um, last season and the season before, Klopp's team tend to kick on after January. Pep's team tend to drop off. Now, I'm not saying that's a, a drop off where they're going to lose five or six, but it's generally a drop off on their current form. So they should be dropping more points post January. Uh, and we generally pick them up. So if that's anything to go by, we've just won the league.
0: Yeah, no, there's a point made there that when if City do lose <laughs> to a, a club outside the top six, that will probably be a psychological boost to the mm. I think. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. But it's I mean. a
1: little bit that's,
2: of doubt in what, their mind. That's what, that's Any loss mean, puts a doubt even... in their mind. They're not invincible. Mm. Mm. They're not Liverpool.
0: Uh, no, they're not invincible, and, and I, I've been saying it for a little while, you know, that they're as good as they were last season. Um, I don't know how much better they are, uh, I think teams are genuinely just afraid of them but we're better we're better than we were last season and we're making up that gap and we're right there with them so I don't think there's anything I don't think there's anything to fear that, that's just my opinion um, you know people are pointed, you know but see you've done this last season see you haven't done this see you haven't done this where they've been going into January right up, the, right up that back
1: I think I, I, Gav I don't think there's anything to fear and I, and I think that's the way most Liverpool fans should think at this stage I think there will be some form of fear coming to sort of February, March, if we're still on the col- sort of coattails. Do you know what I mean? That's because- And that's because of our recent... Coattails? Yeah, 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 you know
2: yeah no, I mean? you <laughs> right. I- I've just got your question in life, that's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so come February, March, because of our recent uh, mm-hmm. dramas, you know, 13, 14, and sort of the Rafa season where, you know, we nearly you know we're favorites and then we near and we end up losing it so that's where the fear will come sort of but again it's the it's the clock factor should and will I firmly believe help us in that period because he's he's not accustomed to sort of us having fuck ups like that so he hasn't gone through that what you know the others have so I think you know he should push us through there so at the moment we really should enjoy it and Sort of just keep enjoying every week, smashing these teams or boring the tits of them. Who gives a fuck? 1 0, 3 0, 2 0, as long as we keep winning, it will add pressure to City. But for us, it shouldn't be pressure at all.
0: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's just you know, the biggest thing for me with that result between Chelsea and City was it just shows that you know, people have said, Oh, you're still behind them and you're still behind them and, and they'll pull away and you won't keep it up and stuff like that. And they're the force from the break, let's be honest, they've been the force from the break. Um, so you know, as much as City would have taken a big boost from going save to Chelsea yesterday and winning, and and saying, oh, look, "Look, we're still the main men. We can take a boost from them losing." You know, the, the fair is fair. Um, there's there's a, question in, there's a question in there, lads, and it's um, it's, it's a regards to the Champions League and the Premier League. The question goes that would you sacrifice the Champions League for the Premier League? It, it's not even a question in my mind. <laughs> It's <laughs> you know, down for all I care. I I'm genuine with that. I you know what we play Napoli on Tuesday, and don't get me wrong, I'm up for the game, and, and I fancy us to go and beat them. But the only downside to, to not qualifying on on Tuesday you night know, is not that we can't win the Champions League, it's that we we end up in the Europa League, and that's yeah. the only downfall for me. You know, um. Look, Listen, if it, if it you you're thinking of it
2: black and white. There, if it's black and white. Um, we win the Premier we go out the Champions League yeah everyone says yeah of course if it's a grey area if we go out the Champions League um, and we get a slightly better chance of winning the Premiership do you do it?
0: Mm. Um, That's the question I think Well you see I've tried to look at this That's not the question
1: what yeah, What's the your question, question? Well, well, well I've <laughs> t- the way I've tried to look at this <laughs> Repeat man, the question man, Kev The way That's I've the tried question. to look
0: at this Matt is if we if we go through in the Champions League on Tuesday alright. I think we're fine. I think we just go on as we go on. We're used to what we're doing. Three games a week. We're, we're used to this. If we get to February, March, and it's a case of look, there's a few bodies going here, and what are we going to do? I, I drop the Champions League like a stone, absolutely.
2: I'd draw. I'd like to fuck the FA Cup off straight away. Third round. Uh, that's that's me. Play the kids. Play Studge. Play Origi Play play anyone who's not who's not going to start rotating. Play them in the in the FA Cup.
0: Emre. Emre. Uh, Marty, Marty, I'll come Emre I'll come to you, Marty, because he, he, <laughs> he, he, makes, he makes seven changes against Burnley, right? He makes it I, I can't... I think it's five. It's a five or six he makes yesterday. And he's trying his best to rotate this team. I think he's trying to get through the United game. That's my opinion, because he goes back then to... He has five days to uh, Wolves there I think. And then, of course, the Christmas stuff that goes on. I think you've three days... Three games between... Uh, Boxing Day and up to the Tour of January but has he impressed you with the way he's rotated here and shown trust in players and you know kind of looking forward to Napoli and United what can you see him doing? Can you see him rotating again or can you see him he has a team pick for these two games and he's going to go for it? Uh,
3: I I don't think there'll be too much rotation you think what do we play Saturday lunchtime then we play Tuesday night and then Sunday. That's enough. That would be enough to pay a consistent enough eleven with maybe one or two changes. I don't think you'll see, you know, the wholesale changes that we did see. I mean, I, I stupidly put a tweet up midweek and said um, seven changes, suicidal, and he mugged me off. So not ever, again, Martin. Not again. Never question him ever again. Sick. Um, but no, I mean, you did. I mean, my my ass did fall out a little bit when you see a team change that much. Um, you, you know, you do worry a little bit about how they'll gel. You know, how they'll Perform, but you know, it, it's just Liverpool this season are a completely different animal to anything we've seen, um, and that comes with the rotation, the strongest eleven, the fringe players. You know, the argument has always been with Liverpool: their their first eleven is you know as best you know, that there is, but the second string players and the 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 depth in quality is. is quite vast. And I don't think that's there anymore. I think you look at the midfield options, you know, even the defence, you know, the attack. You know, we've got so much quality in depth now. It's just not even a thing. And like I said, I know I was a little bit worried and now, you know you made me look stupid. So he has impressed me. I think he's he's really kind of showing how good of a manager he really is. And I don't just mean tactically, I mean keeping all these players happy, getting the best out of every single player in the squad, not just the eleven. Um, and I think he, yeah, he'll have his team for Tuesday. He'll have, I reckon, it'll be pretty similar to the one Sunday. And then I think we'll win both. Yeah, that's the kind of confidence we've got as fans in the team. I think we win both, and I think we
0: do it comfortably. Okay, just um, I suppose like we, we want to look at, at Tuesday and probably United, but just looking like we have, we have Napoli on Tuesday. We've United on Sunday, and then we're away to Wolves. I think we're home to Newcastle, home to Arsenal, um, and then it's City away. Um, is looking at them games. Fourthly, what do you see happening? On, I just want a prediction for you for Tuesday. Just do we go through or do we go out? And what would you like to see in those couple of games up to the city game? What would you like to see us do? Results wise. Oh, wins in it, cap.
1: Yeah, no. Hard luck as it wins. But, but,
0: well, can you see us? Can you see us getting through all these games? Out? Tricky, tricky. Activity, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? It's mad because everyone was saying our fixtures are going to get easier sort of, mm. after after that international break. Do you Remember, we were saying oh, our our fixtures are much uh, our fixtures are much easier now. Well, then mm. suddenly we're coming oh, we off. Just won them all. Well, exactly. We've made them look easy, but I mean, coming up, looking forward, and Napoli is going to be a very tricky game, Gav. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a pessimist, but you know. Is a, you know is a, considering if they score, we have to win by two clear goals, mm. and they're a very attacking team. They're not the type that will sit back, so that would mean most fans will sort of take from that that oh, it's going to be an open game, and we're brilliant against open teams. Well, so are they, you know. Uh, they're managed by probably one of the all-time greats, in Carlo Ancelotti, who's got a <clears throat> decent record against us. You know, even when he was at Chelsea. Um, you know he knows how to play us, so to speak. So that's going to be a tricky game. I'm, I'm, I'm as I'm like you. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going actually myself. So you know I wouldn't be going if I think we're going to lose. So uh, you know I'm positive, but sort of you know mm-hmm. really said the day. I think I think I think our best res- I think our best chance of beating them is one nil. I do. I think we'll struggle to beat them by two clear goals if they score a goal. It's going to be a real tense night at Anfield where you know. We're going to sort of need that magical crowd again, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, Mick, who reckons that clock uh, goes balls out on Tuesday and puts everything on it and sees what happens? Um, because I think... And you might have a point. If, if you can go and, and win that on Tuesday night, whether it's 1-0 or 2-0 or 3-1 or whatever it needs to be... Oh,
1: you go through and the and the, <coughs> the confidence is
0: yeah, oozing yeah, into I, United. I think, I think the United game takes care of itself. Matt, pick <coughs> me a team for Tuesday night. <coughs> oh, fucking now! Go on.
2: Uh, Carius, uh, <laughs> Allison, right, Robertson, VVD, Matip, Trent, Fabino, uh-uh. Hendo, Kaita,
1: Shaq. Uh, how's Manny doing? He's back. He's, he's doing all right. I just spoke to him about 10, man. Boy, ten boy, minutes definitely. 10 minutes before the pod, I just spoke to him. He's all right. <sighs>
2: I don't
0: know. Great point. I'll give you a goal one. I'm not asking Chris to pick a team because he named the fucking squad. I reckon
3: <laughs> Allison, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson, Hendo, Genie, Catter, and then the front three.
2: Who's holding? Hendo,
3: uh, uh, Hendo and Genie.
0: Two holding
3: side. That's what I think He'll pick I play Fabinho Personally But that's what I think he'll go with
0: Yeah but we were we are Speaking before the pod And Matt was saying Does he play does he,
1: Ma, He's been checking His
0: DMs does boy he play, um, Does he play Fabinho Against United we do. And at the fair point United you know, will probably Pack a midfield On on Sunday And they go Two holding midfielders And when that plays It's a fair point I think it's a hard choice To keep a um, For me It'll be the back four will all say Trent Robertson Van Dijk Matip. I think he does go for Bino. I think he goes Ronaldo, and I think he goes with David. and I think Shakiri doesn't play. I think he plays the front three. Um, I think he goes with that. Uh, I think that the players in form, and it leaves them enough wiggle room against United for the likes of a Henderson to come in, or a Shakiri to come in, or of the Storage to come in. Um, Milner is also there. Look, there's plenty of options. It's just. Worry things can get the result and I think Oh yeah I, 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 I think that might be the team um,
1: shall, shall I name the team Gav? No Please no.
0: Um, So That's looking and choosing you know. <laughs> just, just looking through Just tr- looking through the month The rest of December Because people are asking us What do you think What we might do And how we might do Um, You have United at home You have who else, Wolves away Arsenal at home no, sorry, Wolves away, Newcastle home, Arsenal home, I think. That's the next four league games. Matt give me points. How many points? From
2: four league games? Mm. Ten.
1: Ten. Marty. Twelve. I Mighty mean, probably changed, proper- hasn't he? I, I know he's changed in his what what own. He'll, up he'll up be on Twitter he's saying was. Uh What's the teams we're playing? Sorry. Sorry. Um
0: you have uh United at home. Wolves at <laughs> home. One point
1: three, four. Uh Arsenal at home. Seven. Newcastle at home. Ten. Ten.
0: Yeah, I'm on I'm on the I'm on the side of ten as well, but if Marty's right, and he very rarely is, but if he's right. he right. <laughs> yeah, has yeah. well, right
3: gone. Right. Gone, gone in the, the summer. summer.
0: Exclusive. Lane's gone. Did we touch on Salah looking at the bench? No. No, Matt. <laughs> Salah's going Salah to, to Madrid. The bench. Yeah. He's going to Madrid. He's gone to Madrid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Listen, um, that's about us. We've done fifty odd minutes. Play that flute. Yeah, it went went quick, didn't it? It Went quick. Um,
1: didn't get a chance to know context today. The, well, well, I have
0: a question here for you saying, Does any do you think that um we will do anything? I'll give this one to you, Grizz, because you like this. Do you think we'll do anything in January considering we're um we're, we're the main people for the title in England this season?
2: Grizz, tell them what you told me off air uh, about for care. Go
0: on, won't tell him.
1: We're um, I've, I've said it and I'll stick to it. Look, it would. It's a, it's a very generic concept, but it's, it is what it is. It depends where we are in terms of injuries, in terms of situation, sort of, if we pick up any major injuries to our forwards, I think at the moment he thinks we've got enough, especially with the form of Shaq and Cater. And as, as long as the front three straight f- stay um, sort of fit, if Sturridge doesn't get a lifetime ban, you know, Origi coming back into form slightly may, may stay until the summer. I think Solanke will be... Off. So look, I,
2: I fucking ITK shit out there covering all your bases, no, I'm just not, in man. case I'm just, something happens. I'm just,
1: no, I don't. I don't. I, okay, all right, here we all go. Right, so I'll go balls okay, out. Okay.
2: We sign someone. Okay, okay,
1: here we go. Look, I think we, we, we sign yeah, an attacker. well uh, there you go. I've said that anyway. I think there's one. <laughs> you haven't said <laughs> that. You <laughs> didn't say that at all. <laughs> oh. I've said that as well. I love that. Yeah. And that. Yeah. Just, not, that. Yeah, just but, uh But no, okay. look, Stop look, him look. Um. Uh, I think we bring one in. If not, <laughs> we <we're> definitely. <laughs> 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 Imagine we were professional, Matt. Shit, house. Imagine we were professional. Fuck sake, can't keep a straight face, you. Uh, but I think we we try to sort out a couple of deals for summer. Definitely, like pre-contract wise, in January. How's that for ITK? Mm.
0: Okay. Well, look, we leave it there. Um, that answer did come to fruition at the end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is, it's another bowl to thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, we we'll would be riches next week uh, the, lads are, the lads are on live after the Napoli game on Tuesday night the cup table will be back um, Friday morning I think with the United preview and we'll be back again next Sunday that's been the fat back for Jordan Henderson's Liverpool